welcome to the Doc G Show, a radio show cluster. F- Without further ado, critics have said he has the face for radio and a voice for silent films. Your host, Ben Doc G Gordon. And we are on Word. the air on the Doc G Show. Yes. yes. Yes, indeed. We are on the Doc G Show. I am your host, Doc G. With me, as always, Mr. Justin Virgin Bat Evangelista. It's me. Yes. And Mr. Dave Burles Berlin. It's me, too. Yes, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Me Too. All right, fellas. Oh, we have a great show. We have two great friends of the program. Say what? We have one Mike friend, spelled hey. F-R-E-U-N-D. And we have one Claude Fly Till I Die, Lathan. That's right. We are going. Shoom, shoom. We're gonna we're gonna recap uh, the trade deadline with Claude because he's been bursting at the seams as I've told you. Yes! We're gonna talk about the All Star Game, all the happenings. Yes! We're gonna talk about uh, the upcoming playoffs, the excitement. Yes! Uh, then we're gonna talk, Mike Friend. Oh my gosh, we're gonna talk about him coming through Florida, playing the Strawberry Festival in Plant City. Yes! Playing. Mm. Playing Nighthawk or uh, uh, yeah, Nighthawks tomorrow night. Yes, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good show, guys. We got tunes coming from him as well. Can't wait. But first, fellas, Dope. first uh, we have um, we've chronicled my trips on this show before. Um, we have okay. I've discussed how airports. They're a great place to people watch. So true. Um, well, this past weekend, I was flying the friendly skies. Um, oh, that's right. And I became a part of the show at the airport. Say what? Yes. Yes. So I went on a trip. The trip, not important. We're not worried about that. The meat of the story is when I got off the plane. Yeah. Yeah, so I was walking through the airport. I walked by a newsstand, and I texted a friend because I noticed that Lauren Dern was on the cover of Vanity Fair. Um, She looked slightly like Caitlyn Jenner. Wait, what? Just saying. Not a negative towards either party in that. I just saw a resemblance. Yes! And that has nothing to do with the story. I just felt like mentioning it. Anyways... What? So, so I was walking towards... I was towards wondering where we were going with that. No, nowhere. Nope. Nowhere. Uh, we were going towards the luggage carol, carousel, right? And Because uh, I checked a bag. I'm a baller. I checked a bag. Sweet. And uh, my bag was one of the first off of the carousel, so I was like, sweet. I, I'm on, on the up and up. Time to head that, home. Yeah, that never happens. Right? So as I was walking to my car, before I get out of the building, I notice... Critical contents are missing from my pocket. Wait, what? The critical contents would be my keys. Oh. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're thinking. Ben, if you're traveling with a check bag, why wouldn't you put your keys in your check bag? Hmm. Well, that's a terrific idea in hindsight, but I'm an idiot, so I left them in my pocket. That's a fact. So, I was like, oh, 
Man. And I already knew they weren't in my check bag, but I started looking through there. You know, like it would magically just reappear in one of the pockets, and I'd be like, ha, 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 I forgot. There they are. But no. No. Nope. So I'm looking through them, and there's one of these little... Uh, tourist ladies that volunteers at the at the uh, airport that tells mm-hmm. you about where you're at and let's call her Judy I won't reveal her name real name that Judy was like hey well, so you do have her real name I do have a real name but for you know her sake I won't say her real name it was it, Judy no it wasn't Judy she she, <laughs> uh, she was like, hey, can I help you? And I was like, eh, not really, unless you can help me find my keys. Yeah! And she didn't really seem to care that I'd lost my keys. Because she just bypassed that and was like, hey, Beats headphones, huh? Word. I was like, what? <laughs> She's like, you got Beats headphones there. My husband got me a pair of those, the Beat Pods. Mm. Not the big ones like yours. Do you like those? And I was just like thinking like... The whole time, like I don't, I don't give a shit. I'm looking for oh, my dang. keys. Oh, dang. I can't get to my car. And she's just, she's like, you know what? I didn't even like them that much. Hmm. I ended up getting a pair of uh, of of generics from CVS. They work pretty good. What? And I was just like, okay, cool. Well, I'm gonna go look for my keys, Judy. Uh, good job on your generics from CVS. Yes! So, like, I go over to TSA, you know, I went back and I was like, oh, crap, I probably can't even get on the airplane. Because, like, I thought maybe they fell off on the plane. You know, that'd be a good thought, right? So, I went to TSA and I was like, hey, could I actually, like, come through there? And they were like, no way. Nope. You can call the airline. You can can go down to the desk and, and tell them to call back to the plane. So, I did. And, of course... They were like, yep, yeah, no, they're not on the plane. So I sat down in the lobby to regroup, right? Hmm. And as I'm regrouping, thinking what my next move is, all of a sudden Judy comes walking up to me. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Jeez. Here comes Judy. And she was like, hey, <laughs> what about those keys, Ben? And I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, Judy, I, I haven't found them. And she was like, she's like, oh. What are you thinking about doing? And right as I was getting ready to uh, tell her what I was thinking about doing, some of the blinds from the windows fell down on my face. Wait, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, the blinds. The blinds, blinds? sun blinds. What does that mean? You know, sun blinds to to block out the sun from the windows. Where were they? They just just detached from the window because it was my day to have a... Day and they Why just. Why were you standing by a window, <laughs> like the her, Judy's like office window? No, no, no the, the windows for the whole airport, like the windows on the were side. Were you staring out the window or something? Well, I was setting, set, I, I was setting at a chair right below the windows, and they just mm. fell on me. And <laughs> what a loser! And, no. <laughs> exactly. And immediately when this happened, Judy was like, "Oh, jeez, no." <laughs> And, and I didn't even know what happened at first. I was like, because <laughs> oh, everything just went black. And I was like, what the, what happened? Is somebody kidnapping me? And is Judy taking me home? No. This is uh, it. Judy's this is how it all ends. And this so, is how it all ends. So then I took them off of me and Judy was like, oh my, did you see that? They fell off the wall. And I was like, yeah, that's crazy. And she was like, first thing Judy says is she's like, you could... You could sue the airport, Ben. Wait, what? And I was just like, 
Judy, I'm not looking to sue the airport. I'm I'm looking to find my key. Yes! And Judy was so excited because this was an event of the airport. And apparently she has no events that happen to her on a daily basis. Nope. So she was like, she's like, I got I gotta go tell some people. And I was like, that's what you're doing, Judy? You are no help to me at all. Nope. And she walked off and I forgot. So I was I was calling people as far as, you know, where they could be. I was calling I was calling my uh, the Charlotte Airport cuz that's where my layover was and I was like, maybe they'll have them. And all of a sudden a police officer comes back with Judy and she's like, "Hey, I got Frank." And I was like, "What? Girl, come on." What? We don't need Frank. What is he here for? And he's like, hey, I got to fill out an incident report. What happened here? And I was just like, oh, dear oh my God. Goodness. And he's like, he's like, are you injured? Do you need medical assistance? And I was like, no, I'm fine, Frank. I'm fine. And right then, Judy's like, uh, you know what? The uh, blinds hit me too, actually. Word. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They. Yes. They. Uh, yes. They, That's so awesome. They they glazed the side of my head. Yeah, it glanced. There was a glancing blow, and Frank's like, "Did are you injured?" Well, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to say I'm hurt, hmm. but I have a headache. That's a fact. You have a headache? Wow. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know. You can't say that the headache is from the blinds, but I want it documented that I have a headache. And I was like, That's so crazy. I was. That is so crazy. I was like, Judy, could you sue the airport on your own time? I'm trying to find my keys. Girl, come on. She came back after Frank filled. <laughs> filed the uh, the incident report and she was like hey so you got any plans for the keys hmm. and I was oh, wow. and I was like not really I was like here's the thing Judy I've got my spare keys I know where they are but I can't get to them right now and I was like otherwise I'm gonna have to have the Honda dealership make a new key off of my VIN number and she was like oh man it's crazy. Hmm. So you, th you have you thought about which plan you're going to use first and which is the alternative? That's crazy. And I was <laughs> like, not not really. She's like, okay, well, here's what you do. You go home and uh, you smoke some pot. Wait, what? And I was like, what? <laughs> Ju Judy, get a hold of yourself. You're an M you're a volunteer of the airport here. Girl, come on. And she was like, not too much. And I was just like, what? Judy, this is too don't much for me right now. What is she doing? I don't know. Long story short, Judy gave me bad advice. Yes. I didn't get my keys. Nope. And I had Judy's to get a about to be a millionaire. And I had to get a friend to drive me home. I, I'm, I'm And it was Judy. No. <laughs> no, it was not Judy. I'm going to be honest, fellas. I just had to tell somebody about Judy. There's no connection to Judy in the rest of this show. I have This is what <laughs> I have no segue. But are you ready to fire the show up? This is uh, what happens when you don't put your keys in your checked-in bag. It, it is. Now, very I'm true. I'm just happy you shared Judy with us. She is That's so awesome. She is a treat. She is a treat. I think if I have a safety outlet, if I have a buddy, we may need to go back and visit Judy. We may need to go back and visit her. Safety outlet. All right, guys, are we ready to fire the show up? Fire it Come up. Come on. All three engines up and burning. Two, one.
zero and lift off. All right, guys, we have, as I said, a great show. None other. Mike Friend on the show. Gonna be good, man. He's very excited about touring through Florida. Yes, indeed, a friend in me. And, of course, none other than our great friend, Claude Lathan. Once again, I think I'm going to have to go back count how many times Claude's been on the show. Because, I mean, he's far, Dude. by far the most uh, returning guest we have. But Definitely. Nonetheless, guys, are you ready to start where we start? Birthday suit. Let's get it. Number one. Let's go. Happy Okay, here we go, guys. Born on, very famous, very famous. Born on February 20th, 1967 in Aberdeen, Washington. Our birthday suit wear uh, was uh, developed an interest in music at a very young age, listening to ELO, The Beatles, and The Ramones. Hmm. When he was six years old, his parents got divorced, which had a huge effect on him. When he was 14, his uncle gave him a used guitar. Despite being right-handed, he played it left-handed. He dropped out of high school two weeks before graduating and ended up being homeless. Nonetheless, before he dropped out of school, he formed a band with Chris Novoselic and called the band Nirvana. That's right! They recorded their first album, Bleach, on Sub Records, then oh recorded Nevermind in 91. Come on. Who is th- it? It's Kurt. It's Kurt Cobain. Yes, indeed. Nice, Justin. Very, very true. Obviously, the the voice of the Gen Xers. Thank you. The voice of the grunge movement. Uh, their big, huge album, Nevermind, coming out in 91, obviously. Sadly, in 94, our birthday suit wearer took his own life, writing, It's better to burn out than fade away. Famous Neil Young lyrics. Uh, but yes, one of the greatest musicians of the 20th century, Mr. Kurt Cobain. Yes! Birthday, February 20th, 1967. Happy birthday. Happy happy birthday to Kurt Cobain. One of my favorite artists, obviously. So true. Uh, Fellas, are we ready to rip some headlines? Let's rip it, man. Rip them. It's now time for Rip from the Headlines. Okay. Uh, Dave? Yes, sir. Are you into taxidermy? Hmm. You know, j- just a little bit. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm, you freaky. Do you have Do you have any dead animals hanging on your wall right now? Nope. Okay. But that doesn't okay. mean I'm not into it. That doesn't yeah. mean you're not interested. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you're interested, uh, Mr. Mark Wilkinson from Sorters Fine Art That's right. has mm-hmm. a pretty tremendous offer for you. In the area of taxidermy. What's he got for my first piece? He has a sperm whale's Whoa. you could buy. <laughs> That's right. Whoa. Okay. Oh, man. That's right. How much? How much? Well, so I actually, I sort of false advertise. I'm sorry. They already sold it. Oh, come on. So you couldn't. Uh, you're going to have to go find the owner now and okay. buy it from him. Yeah. How much yeah. did he buy it for? $5,900. Dude, Dave, you that could do like that. sounds like a deal. Yeah, you could do that. So, 
So Mark advertised it as basically being the height of himself. Jeez. He said it was five five feet, five feet and a half long, um, one wow. foot wide, and wow. 18 pounds. Um, Jeez. Word. Oddly enough, Sorter's auctioning department had no idea uh, to how to price this item because... Not too surprisingly, never auctioned anything like this before. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like I said, they sold it, $5,900. It looks like a giant carrot that's brown. That's I'm going to be honest. <laughs> that's what it looks like. I'm to look this um, up. Um, I'm betting the person that bought this, interesting character. So true. going to be honest. Yeah, what, does he, what do you do with that? Do you hang it up? Do you like? You gotta hang you, it up. It's, it's a art, talking Justin. piece. Oh. It's a talking piece at your next dinner party. Hey, anybody know what that is? It's that a whale's. Is a, wh- <laughs> a sperm whale's. <laughs> it's bigger than you, Connie. Yeah. Anyways, all right, Justin, are you ready for a real headline? Come on, dude. Hmm. All right, here this this uh, headline comes from uh, one of our favorite places. It's from Wachita. Yeah. Whoa, Wachita. Yeah. Yeah. The old Wichita report. Uh, this <laughs> here's the headline. Quote: Bomb threat was a warning from a man needing to. At Home Depot, Kansas cops report. Oh, that's... In- I heard about that one. Word. That's good. <laughs> I'm going to blow this the- toilet up. Is that what he said or something like that? I'm not sure. I have no idea how that relates, and I'm surprised that they used the headline, but they did. But they did. Thanks. Thank- thanks, Wichita report. Wichita. All right. All right, Dave. I've got... Yep. I've got two records. I've got two records. Which one would you rather hear? Grapefruit or penguin? What? Penguin. That's right. You want to hear penguin. All right. Uh, yep. Justin, by default, you get the grapefruit. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Dave, uh, this actually isn't a world record yet. Okay. Um, this is now, we have, in America, the oldest living Penguin. Sweet. Yes. Oh shoot, that's one, awesome. How does one document that? Well, they 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 were there when he was born, and he's still alive. Wow. So they know this is the oldest recorded living in captivity African penguin. Huh. So so at the Richmond Metro uh, Metro Zoo in Virginia, <laughs> E.T. the penguin just celebrated his 39 year old birthday. That's Ooh, right. Wow. Happy birthday. Years. That sounds very impressive. Happy now, birthday, well, E.T. Well, typically, um, penguins live to be roughly 15 years in captivity. What? So, I mean, what? He's, wow. he's he's already busted past... He's uh, killing you, man. Two and a half. Two and a half times the uh, estimated average. The oldest penguin recorded... So, this is what he's got to do to be the oldest penguin, penguin ever was Opal uh, from Omaha. Oh, I mean, that's 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 going to be tough because Opal's, I mean, she's even already had an old person name. I mean, <laughs> Opal. Opal. And she, <laughs> she was 41. But Jeez. I believe in E.T. You're like Tom Brady. I see you playing Penguin easily until you're 45. Yes! I, you got it. You got it, E.T. You go, man. All right, Justin, are you ready for another 
world record. This one being a true world record. Hmm. What is it? Most grapefruit smashed by head? Largest grapefruit, my friend. Ooh. Largest. Yes. Yeah, so smashed Doug, by head? No, just largest. <laughs> just largest. So Doug and Mary <laughs> Beth Myers, uh, they recorded this past month the largest and heaviest grapefruit in the world. Yes. 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 I want to know the deets. The Myers family lives in Louisiana. Uh, they purchased a grapefruit tree several years ago, planted in their backyard. Several mm-hmm. months ago, their grandson saw the very, very large grapefruit and said, Wow, look at that grapefruit, Granddad. Wait, what? They immediately, like any normal people, called the Guinness World Records and the Louisiana Department of Agriculture to set this up to see, is this the largest? And yes, on January 19th, it was certified as the heaviest. Any ideas what the weight of this grapefruit was? Uh, 115 pounds. What? What wow. kind of grapefruit do you think this is, man? <laughs> well, I thought it was going to be a world record, so I, I had to shoot high. <laughs> this isn't a dog. Good Lord. 30, Five, 30 whatever, pounds. dude. 30 pounds. S- seven pounds, 14 uh, ounces. Not that, Lame. Not that, that, that doesn't impressive. even sound like impressive for no. some reason. Well, okay. Well, well, what do you think the circumference? Hmm. I don't know, because if I shoot high, you're just going to make fun of me. <laughs> Like 12 inches. 29. So, I mean, okay, it's... That's impressive. I was about to say 50. It's what? basically <laughs> my waist. I mean, that's an impressive grapefruit. That's yeah, a, you were just... 29? Yeah. That, I mean, that's that's impressive. That's impressive. Nice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest, though. I don't know about you guys, but, but when I was a kid and I heard grapefruit, I actually thought it was going to taste like a grape. Sweet. And then, and then when I ate it... You were highly disappointed. I was like, what the hell? this yeah this is bitter and horrible then some yeah, grapefruits yeah i mean yeah, they, they can't suck. even they can't even they, they can't even make a uh, a soft drink grapefruit taste good because fresca tastes horrible so true yeah i mean it, it, have you guys had fresca it's a grapefruit yeah. soft drink uh, it's not yeah, good I'm not about it huh i didn't know that it's yeah. not good it's it's a bit bitter itself okay okay dave are you ready for an actual headline Yes, give it to me. Okay. Quote, Troopers seize $84,000 in cocaine found in Lunchables boxes. Wait, what? What? That's right. It was actually in Lunchables. Yeah, like the Lunchables. Lunchable cases. I've been eating cocaine? No, no, no. My whole life? These were only only the Lunchables they found. Yes. Boxes. Not the actual, like, meals. Justin, I have a crime report. What is it? Yes, let me report this report. Report your crime. Um, Come on, report the crime. There's report. been a re- there's been a horrendous robbery in Japan, in the city of Kawaguchi near Tokyo. Yes, someone broke into Seiji Amora's uh, garden. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And they okay. stole their bonsai trees. Wait, what? Oh, shoot. Yes. It is a tragedy. If you are wondering, this is a fifth-generation bonsai shop, and these trees have been in five generations. Wow. One of the trees that was stolen was over 400 years old. Jeez. Jeez. Wow. 
and it was estimated at $90,000. So crap. So Mr. Amora issued a statement that he he, he, he didn't want to like press charges. He didn't want anything against these folks. He just wanted his trees returned. And he pleaded <laughs> with the folks that stole them. Please properly water his trees. Yeah! They can die after a week if you don't properly water them. And just mm. just think about that. A 400-year-old tree dying because of some turd stealing it. So, yes. Yeah! I know we have at least a listener in Japan. That's a fact. If you know anything about those trees, <laughs> please return them to Mr. Amora. Or at uh, least instruct them to water it. Probably. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Dave. Hmm. Yep. Have you uh, ever hurt yourself at a pool party? Oh, dude, yeah. I was that guy always running and slipping or flipping or whatever and hurting myself. Yep. Okay, me. well, have you ever hit your head? Yes. Okay, uh, did you ever um, become a genius after you hit your head? Hmm. What? <laughs> Unfortunately not. That's, you know. Well, that's pretty much what happened to Derek Amato. So Derek from Colorado was at a pool party, dived into mm -hmm. the uh, the shallow end, uh, mm -hmm. hit the... Uh, hit that is dangerous. Yeah, well, that's what happened. He hit the bottom of the pool, had a severe concussion... Yeah. Lost, lost uh, hearing, lost a little bit of memory. But after, oh my God. after he was uh, recover, after he recovered, he was walking by a piano and just said, "Hmm, let me sit down." And he played an amazing piece of music on the piano that he created from his head. What? The even, what? the even more amazing part. He had never played piano before then. Word. Never. I'm very confused and yes. interested. And he's So what does that mean? He apparently experienced acquired savant syndrome. You have damage to your head and it unlocks a, a, a an amazing trait. Jeez. And for him, he unlocked the ability to play some of the best music in the world from from sheer brain strength hmm. there are only roughly wow. 30 cases of acquired savant syndrome in the world and i, I gotta say that's crazy it's so that's nuts to think of how powerful our brain is that you can hit it yeah that's what i to say and just magically like you're blowing on an old nintendo cartridge and be like oh you know what unlock that, this who would have thought <laughs> who would have thought man oh wow like that. so nuts, but I mean, you know, obviously to the listeners. I might have to hit my head. No, no, <laughs> no. Is that is that what the uh, the show on Disney Channel, the little boy genius, when he may like hits his head, the maybe, black kid? maybe, maybe they're doing that. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I don't know, but I think he, I think he had savant syndrome. Apparently, there. Yeah, I mean, you know, think about it. There's only 30 cases in seven billion people. Hmm. It's not a very good chance to get the right wire switched in there. Nope. Most likely, you're just gonna. It. Most likely, you're just gonna end up with a concussion. Justin, last story. I'm gonna try it. Don't, uh, Justin. <laughs> on this show, we have learned you don't shoot your relatives for either T. 
for either tea or chips. Nope. Nor neither is a good a good reason. Nope. You don't shoot Taco Bell employees for not giving you hot sauce. Nope. You don't shoot Chihuahuas, especially hey. when you're on the police force. Nope. You don't shoot hairstylists because your appointment is late. Nope. We're gonna learn a little bit more about firearm safety in this next story. Hmm. Um. So this took place at a house party in Olympia, Washington. Yeah. Uh, the conversation at the house party turned to tattoos. Okay. One of the okay. one of the men in the convo, he had a doozy of a leg tattoo that he wanted to show everybody. But it just so happens he couldn't raise his pants leg high enough to show his tattoo. So he's like, you know what? I'll take my pants off. Word. Well, to take his pants off, he had to take off his gun that was concealed. Don't worry. He's a licensed concealed gun owner, so he has his license. So he took his uh, gun off in its holster, and this is where it turned sour. He decided to just hand his gun off to someone at the party. The guy he handed the gun off then handed it off to another man while the man that was actually owned the gun was busy showing his tattoo off. Wait, what? Uh, What the... The, the third guy that got the gun, well, he was uh, not so smart and took the gun out and started showing the gun to a lady who was carrying a baby. What? what? Why is there what? a baby at the party? <laughs> exactly. And why what is, kind of party is this? Why is the lady with the baby like, sure, this is a good area to hold my baby. Nope. So... Anywho, of course, since this is on rip from the headlines, you guessed it, the guy accidentally fired a round off. Completely incidentally, the bullet glanced the baby's leg, then went through the woman's pelvis. Oh, God. Oh, Oh God, God. dude. What's going on here, dude? Don't worry. Both the baby and the women, uh, the woman, are are okay. They should have never gotten hurt in the first place. Goodness. Now, now this is the real head scratcher for me. Um, the guy that took the gun out of the holster was charged with reckless endangerment. Hmm. But the story mentioned nothing about the dude that owned the gun. Word. I mean, shouldn't that guy at least have his concealed weapons license taken away? Like, I mean, shouldn't the dude that was just like, I'm going to hand my gun off to random folks at this party while I take my pants off? Shouldn't shouldn't that guy maybe not be allowed to have a gun? Hmm. I feel you would think. I feel like there are multiple people responsible here. And shouldn't somebody question the lady with the baby at the party like, "Hey, <laughs> what? What's what, happening what in doing? Olympia? What are you doing with your baby here?" Uh, okay, before we go to break, guys, would you rather? Here we go. Here we go. Dave. Mhm. Would you rather Outlive your life expectancy by two and a half times like E.T. the Penguin. Or yep. would you rather get uh, get hit on the head and be and unlock a hidden talent like Derek Amato? Which one? Hmm. Dude, you know, aging isn't always the prettiest thing. At yep. least if I unlock a, a hidden talent, at least the life that I do have will be a little bit better. I so I'm like gonna go it. With Random hidden talent. Nice, nice. I'm with you, Dave. I, I'm with you. I'm hoping you unlock a superhero uh, physical strength. Yes! 
Yes. Like, wouldn't just that be cool anything. if all of a sudden you went out of the hospital and you're like, hey, I'm feeling pretty good, and you just flipped over a car like the Hulk? That would be <laughs> impressive. Ooh. All right, Justin. Awesome. Yo, Justin, yo. what would you rather have on display in your house? The world's largest grapefruit or a stuffed sperm whale? Stuffed sperm whale. Yeah. No question. You know yes. it. Yes. Good you know choice, it. And Justin. And I'll tell the ladies it's mine. <laughs> Wait, what? No. Okay. They're going to find that hard to believe and why, wonder why, why you stuffed it. Why? Why? <laughs> why did you decide to display it on the shelf? Anyways, <laughs> we are going to take a break. We are going to hear from our guest, Mr. Mike Friend, with two great songs of his most recent album. This is Don't Walk Away. And what would I do without you? Right oh, here shoot. on the Doc G Show. Don't walk away. Don't walk away. No one said it was easy. Don't walk away. If you're done, be done. If that's what you want. Let's talk Be who you are Just don't You want passion to stay Give it all you got Give it everything you have To keep it in play Don't walk away
And we are back here on the Doc G Show. You just heard Mike Friend 
Uh, on the Doc G Show, Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Justin. Check out the freaking podcast, okay? What? I'm I'm tired of telling y'all. Y'all need to check it out now. It's free. Amen. Amen. aggressive with it. Dave. Check out the website, too. You already know. Yes. www.thedocgshow.com. There we go. There we go. Dude, Dave. Yes. Dave. Yes. Yes. I think I remember what you were talking about now, man. What? You were were talking about smart guy, dude. Yeah, smart guy, the the little black kid. And he was With like, Taj Mori, man. Yes. Taj. He had, did he have sav- savant syndrome, or was he just I, smart? He's just a genius. I, don't know. I think he was just smart, man. Just smart oh. guy. He was like hmm. ten years old in high school. And yeah. when, okay, when did well, the sh- when did the show come now. out? It was like the late late nineties. Yeah. Okay, I was already too well. First of all, I didn't have Nickelodeon. I wasn't one of those fancy kids. It's Disney. Disney, whatever it was, was. whatever. I didn't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we're ready for shout outs, fellas. Yes, that was the theme song. Hey, hey, come back to me. Come back to me. No way. Sorry, shout out. Where are we going? Where are we going, Doc? Okay, first Uh, out. Shout out to Somerville, South Carolina. Shout out. Oh, heck yeah. Shout out to them. They've got a killer hot dog place. It's been on diners, drive-ins, and dives. I need the name. Need the name. I don't know. I'll have to go back and look. I don't have it. Oh, speaking of, I saw the um, the diner in my the 13th Street Diner. Yeah, or 11, 11th Street Diner. Yes, 11th Street yeah, Diner. I saw that one. Very nice. All right, continue. It's Back delicious. Shout out. Uh, shout out to delicious. Fremont, California. Shout out. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and then we'll go. We'll switch right back over. Go from the left left coast to the east coast. We're going to Appomattox, Virginia. Shout out. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's a I've never even heard of it. Yeah. Start 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 and end of the Civil War right there at Appomattox, Virginia. Really? Yes. Yeah. It, wow. Yes, indeed. You know me. I love history. Hot takes. Anyways, that's not H T H. That's not what we're on. But that was good. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Um. You're shout out to Savannah. Georgia, yes. That I do, too. They're home of the River Street Suites. Man, do they have some good pralines. The best. The best. If you're looking for a dessert that will melt your mind because it's so delicious, go there and get the chocolate pralines. Wow. You will not. You've been to the pizza place next to it? Yes, I have. Vinnie Van Gogh? But, but oh. I actually haven't eaten there. I've just been there. I didn't eat it, so oh. I need I need to try it. Okay. Well, you, I gotta check yeah. this out, guys. I gotta check these, this out. We've got shout-out to Talon Estonia. Yes, Estonia. Whoa, Estonia, the country. Yes. Wow. Yes, and of course, it doesn't stop, guys. We've got to give a shout out to our favorite district of Hong Kong. <laughs> I knew it. I knew yes. It. No, I, oh I'm God. not talking about the Taipo district. I'm not talking about Kwai Sing. Oh, I'm shoot. talking oh, about shoot. General <laughs> District. Shout out. Yes. Go yes. crazy. Go crazy. Central District. Central District. Yes. Okay, guys, are you ready for the second birthday suit? Hmm. I think we're ready. All right, all right. Here we go. Born on, on. February twentieth, nineteen eighty-eight, in Saint Michael's, Barbados. Yes. Oh. She grew. Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow, dude. There it is. Wow. There it is. Give us is. a chance, dude. Oh, wow. 
that was just that may be the fastest ever. That was just as good. Well, it was just as good as uh, uh, Justin's uh, Kid Cudi. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Both of those before I got out the finish of the sentence there, but uh, I love it. She dropped out of high school to review a, a career in music. She auditioned for Jay Z and L. A. Reid, impressed them with Ponda Replay. She signed to Def Jam, released the album 2005, 2007, came out with her third album, Good Girl Gone Bad, lead single, Umbrella, then Rated R, then Loud, then Talk That Talk, then Unapologetic, and then Anti in 2016. She's won nine Grammys, 12 Billboard Music Awards, holds six Guinness books, uh, six Guinness World Records. Yes. Jeez. Reread. What? what are the world records? Ah, uh, you know, I think it's the same kind of stuff that Lady Gaga has. Yeah, you know. Gaga. The, the Gaga. <laughs> Gaga. Those kind. <laughs> I, but we're not talking Gaga. We're talking Riri. Uh, bad Lady Riri. Happy, happy birthday, now, Bad Girl Riri. Just stop him. All righty. <laughs> that is Bad Girl Riri. Guys, guys, are you ready to bring out our friend, Mike Friend? Yes. Of course, dude. Let's, Justin, call him in. Let's <laughs> let's do it. Mike, I'm here for you. After after Mike, we will be back. After Mike, Mike it's me. we will be Justin, back with Claude. Claude Lathan. Stick with us on the Mike. Doc G Show. You there, Mike? What's up? This Rock Montana. This Mucho Yellow. And it's Rockin' Yellow. And you're listening to Doc G Show from 803 to 904. The best show on the radio. You dig? Welcome back to the Doc G Show. Today, we have a fantastic musician and a fantastic friend yes! of the show. <laughs> Mike, friend. Mike, how's it going, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I, I, I always got to laugh when people say your name. You know, it's it's, story it, of my life. it's 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 the pun that you can't avoid, man. Nope. It's, right. You just can't avoid it. Uh, but let's get into it. Uh, you released your album, and now you know. This past year, we played a couple of jams from the uh, the album on here. Great songs. Sweet. Uh, and you actually got a little bit of help from your daughter, Madison, on the song. Uh, what would I do well, without you? We'll get there in a little bit, uh, but first I want to ask you: How do you think this album uh, differs from your first album, Toe the Line? Hmm, that's a good question. No one's asked me that. <laughs> I haven't thought much about that, but um, I I'm, guess it's similar in ways that um, you know, it's not like I don't have a big uh, record contract telling me what songs to put on the album, what songs not to put on the album. So similar in the way that I still have a funk tune, a rock tune, a heavy tune, and then a soft tune and country tune. And, yes! but so, I mean, it's still me. It's still, I guess it's still classic me, but, um, as far as it differs, yeah, I think my song writing, mm -hmm. um, lyric wise, I think I'm a little more confident and I've grown in that sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it comes through, but it, <laughs> it feels that way to me. Yeah. You know, I'm mean, particularly with, with the one I did with my daughter. Yes. Um, Yes! That was pretty heartfelt. Right, right. Versus, versus something like the funk tune, which is just how... Just know. having fun. Yeah. 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 I got it. I got it. Well, last time you were on the show, uh, we talked about uh, one of your big musical inspirations, uh, Greg Amon. Um, and he actually, yeah. sadly, passed away like just a month after you were on the show. Um, would you say you have any 
almond sounding songs on this new album? Or are we still trying to, you know, just just using him as inspiration? Hmm. I think using him as inspiration. I think most people, when, when you think of the almonds, you think of that big slide guitar. And I'm not much yeah. of a slide player. Yeah. But I am. But I am based in, in blues. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think some of that comes through. Um, if you knew I'm an almonds fan, you know what? Most of the people that come see me locally, yeah, they can say they can hear an Almond Brothers influence. Okay, um, more on the Dickie Bet side, right, right. Um, but as far as um, I guess more like when Greg was doing his solo stuff, mm-hmm. I think you can hear some of that in in me. Nice, very nice. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd that say, was sad when he passed. Man. It was really sad when he passed. It was. We actually. Um... Uh, the Thanksgiving after uh, he passed there, uh, we had Blackberry Smoke come on the show, yes! and they Man, actually they were lucky enough to have uh, you know to record a song with uh, Greg before he passed, and they 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 recorded Free on a Wing on that last uh, album that they did, and he said you know it, it, the guy the guy was just as nice in in person in the recording studio as you would expect him to be from what you see you know him him performing every night and he gave he gave his time you know even when he southern gentleman yeah yeah even even yeah. when he uh you know knew he didn't have much more time left he still was uh, uh willing to give that to to them so he definitely a uh, great person and great musician as well but yeah. uh, I didn't get to meet him and I regret that well, you know, yeah. it's, uh, I mean, he can only meet so many people <laughs> in so much yeah. time, you know. Yeah. Uh, but as we mentioned before, uh, you have the song, What Would I Do Without You? Probably one of the best uh, songs, I would say, on the album. The song features hey. your daughter with uh, harmonizing vocals. Uh, yeah. Now, the song appears to be asking uh, the question sort of uh, to yourself, what would you do with, without your daughter in your life? Uh, tell yeah. me how the song sort of came about and then how you decided to say, you know what? She should sing this with me. Hmm. The song came about, you know, if I'm being completely honest, we, we live, we all live this, this um, rock and roll lifestyle. Yeah. Um, but for me, my life, I guess, really wasn't given much meaning until my what my wife and my daughter yeah so when my daughter came along i'm sure any parent would tell you the same thing your life takes on a new meaning yeah and now that she's 13 um she goes to school for for music actually oh and she's a she's a gifted singer and of course i'm biased but she <laughs> i have to work i have to work at singing yeah she, it comes natural for her yeah um, you know, and she's growing up with the the whole YouTube and the Facebook and everything, and she wants to be the immediate star. And we try to, as parents, try to tamper that down. But taking her into the studio was really simple. Yeah. Um, she's got an got an ear for harmony. Um, she liked the experience. Of course, she's been in and out of the studio with me since she was little, little. Yeah. Um. So yeah, getting her in there was real simple, and it was just. Uh, yeah, it was just an obvious step to take her and to, to sing on that. Um, I didn't want her to sing lead because I just, again, as a parent, I felt uh, not ready to take her 
there yet. She's still just 13, you know, but when, as she gets older, I already got plans on writing some songs for her that she can be the, the lead. And yeah. Sweet. And I put that little EP for her. Well, you, you know, know but, it, it, it makes, it, I, I think it makes a little bit more sense as far as you, you singing this song. It means, it means a little bit more as far as the lyrics and then her coming in harmonizing. It makes yeah. sense. It, it definitely makes sense with the song. Yeah, um, yeah. You decided to make a video uh, for it. It's uh, it out, did. out on YouTube and uh, very good video. Uh, was this your first video? Hmm. This is my first uh, expensive video. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what? Yeah. What made you decide? You know, uh, we we need to we need to get a, a video for this song. Well, a, f- a friend of mine who's been a photographer for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, again, locally, the song was doing well, and the and the local radio stations have been playing it and liking it. And but my and my buddy who's been taking my photos for a while, he's also a video, videographer. And he hit me up and he's like, "This one's getting a lot of attention. You need to make a video for this." Mm-hmm. And War. you know, I'm I on like about money. And he says, <laughs> "No, no, let's um, let's let's put this together. I got an idea for it and and everything." And so yeah. I followed his lead and we went in and um, it was downtown Charleston. We found a nice uh, abandoned, um, still well kept building and. We we did all that stuff our own. We had to put just put together a small little team and, and kind of made it happen. I mean, there's not crazy angles, but I think no. it adds to the the simple connection between two yeah, people. It, g- it gives it gives you that sort of background and that that uh, illustration of what the song's talking about for sure. Yes! I had a teacher not uh, not too far off topic, but well, I was about up, to ask you about the oh, Spanish did you see teacher that? actually next. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, tell me, tell me about uh, her, the message there from uh, the high school Spanish teacher. Hmm. <laughs> well, I, I can't air air her her news, but nope. she had some trauma in her life. Uh-huh. Uh Yeah, and 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 she, I hadn't spoken to this woman in a long while, and she saw the video. Mm-hmm. It was circulating through other friends and people who, who know me, and uh, she just sent out a nice message. And of course, she starts. I don't know if you remember who I am, and this and that. And I'm just glad yeah. to see that you're doing so well. And the video touched me because of the trauma that she went through. And then, so since then, we've been communicating back and forth, and it's just, that's kind of a. I guess that's kind of like what you're in. What you—that's some—that's positive feedback. Yeah. To let me know that, that I'm, you're doing good things. You know, you're doing it, and music's reaching people. And yeah. So that, that was really nice. It's much better than getting a a negative note from your teacher. Yes. Give and up. And that comes often. Like that. Oh. <laughs> that that would be much worse. But it's it's good to know. It's good to know that they keep you going, man. I mean, you yeah. know, when you get one of those notes, it it, uh, it it lets you know you're doing something right, and uh, it's it's sort of the the right direction that you're going in. So that's yes! that's definitely a positive thing, man. Props to uh, what what's her name? What's her name was Miss Fadul. Miss Fadul. Props to Miss Fadul for, for reaching out. Very nice. Very nice. Well. You're uh you're located in Charleston, South Carolina, one of my favorite cities. Uh, it's uh it's known as a, a food city, really. Uh, they got a lot of yeah. food going on in there, and uh, I, I've been on a, a a food tip as far as uh, as far as some of the guests we've had. And uh, last week we had Tim Nilsson from Driving and Crying. And yeah, uh, he's a, he's also in Charleston, you know. And yep. uh, we were we were talking about food. 
And uh, I didn't actually ask him about Charleston because, you know, originally from uh, Atlanta, so I wanted to ask him about Atlanta food. But what what are your go-to spots in Charleston for food? Hmm. Downtown in the city, I mm. guess I'm giving them some free plugs, but Hall Steakhouse, <laughs> you cannot go wrong with that mm. place. Mm. They got um, a new st- – well, Ruth Chris just came in like a year ago or t- maybe two years ago, but that's kind of a tourist trap. Yeah, we're going chain, you know. That's in. Yeah. Um, Henry's Market's pretty fantastic for oh. some traditional um, Charleston, and yeah. they got some good music and three-level bars. Very nice. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Sort yeah. of the, the Nashville setup. I like it. I like yeah, it. right there on the main street. Yeah. Very yeah, we got nice. all kinds of, um, it's a couple of eclectic different restaurants. Yeah, um, they they don't go wrong with seafood in Charleston, you know. They no. They don't go wrong. And Italian, they do pretty well Italian as well. There's some good yeah, Italian I, spots, I know. Yeah. Now, uh, outside of Charleston, you obviously you're going on a solo tour here. You're getting cranked up for a solo tour. Yes! Uh, it's going to be happening uh, tomorrow night, uh, Nighthawks, uh, yeah. February 21st. Uh, now, what sort of spurred you're going to be going other places? You're going to Gainesville, uh, Plant City. Uh, what spurred one? You rocking out by by yourself? Was this just uh, just sort money? Of ca- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Taking the, <laughs> taking the whole crew. That's that's the simple answer. Very very true. Um, I also I take the whole band with me in a minute. I uh, there's nothing more that I enjoy taking the whole band, but it gets costly. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Understandable, so, understandable. Yeah. But you're you're playing the Florida Strawberry Festival in Plant City. Uh, First, I gotta ask: Do do you actually enjoy strawberries? Mm. Are they one of your favorite fruits? Because I mean, we don't want you going to a festival that you're not actually supporting the fruit. <laughs> I do. Okay, I good. Do enjoy strawberries. Good, good. Okay. <laughs> well, th- last month you played the bacon and beer festival, and <laughs> now normally I don't have to ask if a person uh, likes one, likes bacon and beer, but if you were to choose one. <laughs> bacon or beer which one which one uh is going there oh man it doesn't do much for my waistline with the bacon and beer was just fantastic yeah yeah at a local brewery it they have might- all these tastings with with specific food tastings with bacon and like cinnamon buns and yeah and Girl, pairing with the certain beers that they're releasing <laughs> it's fan- fantastic it might slightly beat out strawberries just, nope. just yeah. a tad, yeah. just a little bit. But oh man, bacon and beer—you can't go wrong. We actually had a story last week on the show about how scientists uh, said you cut out uh, bacon and beer. Uh, well, actually, it was just generic booze. It wasn't just beer, but you cut out alcohol and bacon, and you decrease your risk for uh, cancer by forty percent. I was like, I don't, I don't think anybody's willing to make that uh, sacrifice. Nope, <laughs> not in Charleston. I think they're gonna just roll the dice on that one and say, you know, <laughs> it's all right. I'll keep this going. Uh, you're going, like I said, gonna be in Riverside. Uh, in Jacksonville, there at Nighthawks. Uh, now, what time does the uh, what time do the doors open? And uh, have you ever played Nighthawks before? Hmm. I have not played Nighthawks before. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, looking forward to making some new friends. Very, very good venue down there. Uh, really like the uh, the Riverside area in general. In fact, it's actually close to a pizza place I love down there called uh, Carmine's. Free plug for Carmine's there. Yes! Um, but uh, you're playing uh, with Tom Bennett again, right? 
Hmm. Yes. Now we've is, uh, had a nice friendship. Is there anybody else uh, going to be uh, jumping in, or is it uh, Tom Bennett and you? As far as I know, the whole uh, the owner has, um, he put this whole thing together. Mm-hmm. So it's me solo, and then Tom Bennett's going to do his thing, and mm-hmm. then there's supposed to be a handful of locals, and we're just going to have uh, like a local all star jam. A little, um, little jam, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Now, yeah. now, what what time were the doors opening? I believe the doors open at six, but we don't start doing anything until about eight. Okay. 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 Little little setup time. That sounds good. That yeah. sounds real good. Now I've noticed you uh, you jam on several several different guitars. That's a fact. Um, <laughs> is your is your Les Paul? Is that the uh, is that the fallback? The most time that you play on? Hmm. That's my go-to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's always my go-to. Very nice, very nice. Good sound out of that. Very good sound always. out of that. Always. Uh, now, of course, uh, before I interview any guest, I like to cruise around their social media, yes! make sure I'm catching some of the highlights, you know. And uh, I was cruising around your Instagram, catching up all things Mike, and uh, I, saw, uh, I saw a post... <laughs> Where you were mentioning uh, Charleston City Paper uh, best of nominations, hmm. and not not long after you posted this, a guy came on, uh, a guy hawking his beats, uh, and he gave you a generic "What's up," and uh, and then he said, "What are you doing? You should try some of his beats." Wait, what? Oh, this thing. It's yeah, <laughs> which. <laughs> Which I've got to say, uh, you know, our our Instagram account, uh, we get those a lot too. You know, there are these comments that they're trying to promote things, uh, and we, you know, you just sort of ignore them. You're like, what are they? But you decided to ask this guy <laughs> why you might be interested in his beats, and I, and I got to be honest, pretty valid question, yes! pretty valid question, because I went I went to his Instagram page. And it is. It's just it's just like hip hop beats. And I was like, what what is what is Mike Friend gonna do with these beats? <laughs> what what do you expect to do? And, and and then he came back, he's like, Relax, bro. I'm just I'm just trying to advertise and you're like, I get it, but the people that are on my page probably aren't gonna be interested in your beats either. Nope. Maybe <laughs> maybe try them somewhere else. And I gotta say it makes a lot. You gotta wonder about some of these people. Like, how did you decide to post on my my post and say, "Yeah, this one, this is where I'm gonna get some advertising hmm. for my yeah. beats." Like, he he wanted to, yeah, he wanted to remix my tunes, uh, hip hop style. I guess, I guess, <laughs> I would be interested in what uh, he could do um, with your songs. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if it would work, but yeah, I just I couldn't help it. I saw that and I was like, man, he could he couldn't, couldn't resist. He couldn't resist. He had to bring. And sometimes I've been tempted. I've had some of those in 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 the same same vein that I've been like, I want to say something. I want to. Nah, I'm just gonna let it go. But you you did say something. Props. I was trying to be nice. I didn't, I didn't want to did. be a jerk about it. No, but you it, did. Yeah. And and he then he was like he was acting like you were a bit of a jerk when he was like, hey, just relax. <laughs> and you were like, well, why are you? Maybe go somewhere else, man. Maybe a hip hop page. Yeah, Maybe a hip hop yeah. artist. Just a thought. Yeah. Uh, well, also on Instagram, I noticed a while back uh, you posted a Chicago Bears logo. Are you a Uh-oh. are you a Chicago Bears fan? Wait, what? Uh oh. 
I am. Nice. I am. Nevada. I was a kid during the 85 Bears. I was a kid living in Chicago. Oh, man. Well, then, you're, so, yeah, no no wonder you're a Bears fan for life then. Yes. Uh, yes. Well, it didn't pan out all the way for him <laughs> this, this season, but future seems right. Awful. Future seems right, though. I mean, if they can keep, especially the defense, if they can keep that core going, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Do you think potential? I love cold weather defense football yeah. teams. I love it, but I got to say, I'm, I'm hopeful for uh, Trubisky. Yeah. I, I, I like him. It's... I do. He's not afraid to move. Yeah. He's he, got an arm. He's young. He does. Yeah, I, I he has some like growing to do. He has a little bit of growing to do, definitely, because he was yeah. sort of off and on this season. You didn't know which one was coming. Uh, True. One, one yeah. game you'd see him and you'd be like, oh, man, wow, they got an all-star. And then the next game you'd be like, ooh, maybe, maybe he's got some more growing to yeah. do. Yeah. So, so do you think do you think maybe uh Super Bowl next year or is that jumping the gun too much? Hmm. That, as a fan, Man, can I, you see it? God, I, I I was really hopeful this year that we we were gonna do better than we did. I mean we did well. Yeah. That field goal kick was just a oh, that was horrible. Uh, um that next guy, year, I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. We just gotta keep it together. Um I felt I felt good, by the way, for the kicker. I mean, well, I felt, obviously I felt horrible that he missed the kick, but how many people afterwards were like, hey, don't don't get yourself down don't on that. It, You're yeah. all right, man. And I was like, hey, that's much better than normally what what the world does when somebody does something like that. So yeah. it, hopefully it doesn't get in his head. That's the thing. Hopefully he can ki- keep kicking, you know, and uh, not let it get to him. But I think I think all in all... Chicago Near future, could. yeah, they yeah. they could they could make something happen. Although you don't want it to sort of turn into one of those like you know uh, the Panthers a couple of years ago where they made it to the Super Bowl and you thought they were just going to get better and then they just sort of fell off a cliff afterwards Fizzled. and yeah. you're like oh oh no they did not they did not build on that at all. Uh, but real quick back to the music I saw recently as well you released a little snippet. Of uh, for me and for you, hmm. uh, uh-huh. new, new jam. Uh, yeah. How 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 much new music have you made since the last album? There. Hmm. Uh, I got about um, twelve tunes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find myself in the same situation as I find myself in the last two albums. They don't all necessarily make sense for one album. Right. Right. Um, some are too soft, and I got I got one or two that are would probably surprise you as being quite heavy yeah um but for you for me um yeah there's a couple of them in the studio um i guess i need maybe another four or so to finish out a 10 song album yeah um it'll be a while though because uh, i'm uh, pretty loyal to a particular studio and they have relocated and they are rebuilding oh so it might be it might be end of the summer i'm thinking maybe before i have another another full 10 song album yeah, well, you know, it's gonna if, if they're rebuilding, that's gonna take a little bit to to set up shop, that's for sure. And then the remastering and production and everything yeah. like that. Well, that's exciting that we got we got some we got some new tunes. So, but uh, you're pretty pretty confident maybe that uh, in 2019 sometime. Hmm. Well, I'll definitely release probably a single or two. I've never been excited about you know being that 
person like here's a teaser and here's a single but i think in this case they might have, might have to release a single to keep everybody interested in me for the summer but yeah, yeah definitely by the before the holidays i'll have another album out for sure very nice very nice yeah. and uh, so so you are more of a an album guy hmm. you don't want to just focus on on one song in particular you want people to take it as a as a whole album i do i i know that's kind of old school yeah. um but yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, I get it the way the world is and the streaming and the single songs and um, try to you know use that to your advantage. But I still feel that music music that's made with an instrument, I just feel it's it's got to be an album. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm cheating myself or what fans I do have if I give you a five song EP. Yeah, you got you know I feel like I'm cheating you. You got to have nine or ten songs with them. You know. Yeah, that that that's more for uh, the guy on your Instagram that's letting beats go. That's more yeah. a, a, a single type guy over there. Uh, but I'm excited. I'm excited to hear the uh, the new album and 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 listeners. You got to go back and and listen to uh, his most recent album. And now you know, great album, great songs on there. Uh, Mike, we're up against a break, but I, I do want to thank you for being on the show again. Yes! Thank you for having me, man. Good talking with you. It's been fantastic. Uh, listeners, make sure you check him out at Nighthawks uh, in Riverside tomorrow night. Yes! Uh, doors open at 6. They're going to start playing at 8. You can check his music out at www.wmichaelfriend.com. That is F-R-E-U-N-D.com. And you can follow him on Twitter at WMikeFriend. And you can follow him on Instagram at TheMikeFriendBand. Let's take a listen to Shed My Skin off this new album.
danger to boil the blood To watch me bleed Pull my strings And laugh as you feed I give thanks That ain't enough You're the one Who set me straight Found a song Hidden in my You'll come when the storm gets worse. Now, kick your feet and bow and watch. Without you, peace is unknown. If love's a lie, if the truth is too tall. Here on the Doc G Show, you just heard a little bit of Mike Friend, of course. Friend of the show. Thanks to Mike Friend for being on the show. And if you get a chance, again, go check him out. Nighthawks. He's going to be there tomorrow night. He's going to be there with Tony and the whole crew. It's going to be good stuff. Uh, Check it out. But, of course, as always, it's basketball season. 
and it is we just finished with the All-Star game. And of course, if it is basketball season, we need to talk to none other than Claude. Fly till I die. Lathan. Yes, Claude, how is it going, my man? Great, great. Happy to be back on the show, ready to talk some hoops. It was a killer NBA All-Star weekend and uh, ready to get this last half of the season underway. You know, uh, Claude, we actually opened the show the other day talking about how geared up you are about basketball and how I don't think anything in life I I treasure as much as you treasure the NBA. (laughs) It's um, it's something. I was thinking about this earlier today. Actually, I was remembering um, just like the 2006 Miami Heat team, and um, you know, sitting. I was so young, and I just remember looking at the roster when it came out, and I'd been following, you know, in the early 2000s, all these players, and you know, the Kobe's and the Vince Carter's, uh, the Allen Iversons. Yeah. You know, they made me fall in love with the game. Yeah. But that 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 06 team was when I really started to try and you know, pick it apart and analyze it a little bit nice. more and just fell in love, man. Nice, nice. I was, just just for the listeners, I was super young in, in 2006, too. Nope. I was, I was young. You <laughs> I was not. I was, the, I was a big 2-1, gentlemen. I was, I was living life with the 2-1. Anyways, <laughs> nonetheless. All right, guys, this is how we do it. We, we switch questions real quick. We're going to alternate. I'm going to go Claude. I'm going to go Justin. I'm going to go back to Claude. I'm going to go Dave. We're going to go round and round. Quick, quick turntable. I'm going to start with Claude. I'm going to give him the easy ones. Justin, Dave, I'm going to give you the tough ones, of mm. course. Uh, Dang it. Claude, here we go. Tell it to us straight, man. Who had the best trade? For trade deadline, who had the worst? Hmm. Is it possible to choose one team for both? Because Whoa. I think that that is true. Whoa. Who is Wait, it? Wait, what? The New York Knicks, man. Wow. <laughs> nice. All day. Listen, the, the reason that it is the best trade is obviously they gain so much momentum in the cap space category that they can go into the summer look to sign multiple match free agents <coughs> right, and right. hopefully they can ride off in the sunset with a championship in a few years. Mm. But it's the worst trade because that's not going to happen. Yeah. The, the only free agent to go to the Knicks in recent memory, you know, and, and Carmelo was a trade, but a free agent is Am- Amari Stoudemire. Mm. And the Knicks knowingly signed him when he had bad knees. Yeah. So... You know, it's it's hopeful thinking, I guess. You know, if you want to call it a great move, um, as far as opportunity goes, then then sure. But it's just it's the Knicks, man, and and it starts so at the top true. until James Dolan, you know, writes the ship or sells the team. It's not going to get any better, and players aren't going to want to go there. It's, nope. You know, the the most valued team in the NBA. Um, I, it, it's unfortunate. You know, I, I like the Knicks. Um, but yeah, by far the best and worst trade. Wow. Wow. Justin. Yo. A couple of weeks ago, Austin Rivers was going down the tunnel at the arena there in Houston when a random fan said, your dad sucks at coaching. What? Austin immediately turned around and approached a man and say, hey, would you say? First, would you say that Doc Rivers sucks at co- coaching? Two, would you get in a fight with Austin hmm. Rivers? 
Uh, no, man. He's got more rings than me, but I probably would fight Austin Rivers. He's a punk. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are you? Th those are those are true fighting words. Okay. Yeah. Claude. Hmm. Do you think the Lakers make the playoffs this year? Now, this is an interesting question, and I'll give you a team that is right ahead of them in the playoff race, and that's the Sacramento Kings. Very true. And if I didn't know what the results were at this point in the season, and you gave me the rosters on paper between the Lakers and the Kings, I would take the Lakers, mm -hmm. right? That's right. But the difference here is is team morale and the camaraderie that the Kings have. I mean, Iman Shumpert gets traded, and the, one of the first things that comes out in reports is that you know, he's still just really hoping Sacramento makes the playoffs. They want it, man. And, you know, with the Lakers and all the trade rumors with Anthony Davis, it is so hard for that team to come back and try and play, you know, team basketball. I think yeah. once yeah. Joe comes back from an injury, um, you know, maybe that can help get some momentum there. But it's going to be really tough for them to turn it around. And I don't think LeBron James is totally invested into this season as he is into the next three years as a Laker. So That's true. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and. Uh, I think a couple shows ago, I said that they were going to get in at the five seed. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say they do not make the playoffs. Wow. Wow. Um, Change. If, if they make it, if they make it, it will be an eight seed. It's, I mean, uh, yeah. I don't see any other option. Yeah. Yeah. Dave. Yes, sir. Did you see Bill Belichick a couple of weeks ago at the Celtics game? I did. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, uh, his face made it look like a seat cushion was made out of flaming <laughs> Second of all, uh, he was wearing dress clothes. What? Dress clothes, not a hoodie. And they were bad dress clothes. Should Bill Belichick always wear a hoodie? Hmm. Yeah, man. He, uh, you know, he never loses wearing the hoodie. So, you know, he can have that same motto on and off the um, football field. Yeah. Very nice. I agree. Hoodie always. Hoodie always. And it just matches his face. He just looks so mad all the bitter. time. Bitter. Yes, bitter and angry. Claude. Yeah. Hmm. Claude. Yes. A lot uh, has changed out of the East. We've seen a lot of changes go on. There are four good teams. In your opinion, who's the best? Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Boston, or Toronto? Hmm. Uh, before the season, I wanted Boston. Right. Beginning of the season, I want Milwaukee. Right. Uh, the best The best team, man, is uh, Toronto out oh. of all those guys. Oh. Um, mm. You know, one of the fun facts that I dropped a few shows ago was that Kawhi Leonard has the highest win percentage of, of any player in the history of the NBA. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's all the guy does is attract winning, and the trades that they made getting Mark Gasol, yeah. Um, I mean, they just made terrific moves with Pascal Siakam uh, playing the way that he has, 44 points, yes! career high a few weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, it was so sad when DeMar got traded, but man, has it worked out beautifully for Toronto. So I'm going to take the Raptors. Nice. Justin. That's right. Yo. Three dunkers. List three dunkers, alive, dead, past, present, that you would want to see in a dunk contest. Go. Hmm. Uh, Spudweb, Dominique, 
and Jordan. Wow. You left out Vince nice. Carter, though. I'm a little upset about that. Yes! Yeah. No, I just I wanted to go with Spud Webb because of uh, what you call it. Just the height, you know? I'm, 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 I'm a little guy. I go for the underdog. I mean, it's impressive. It was just like Dennis Smith this year. That I mean, that one dunk where he jumped over J. Cole, my goodness. My goodness. Mm -hmm. That's right. Claude. Hmm. Yes. Who's going to be battling Golden State in the Western Conference Finals? We talk about Golden State all the time. Who's coming up against them? I don't see Houston getting there this year. I, You know, they're playing a lot of hero ball. James Harden apparently doesn't want to do that much anymore. Yeah. Steph Curry. Oh. I, you know, I... It's um, it's interesting how the West is. They're just beating each other up this year. But yeah. right now, I think that uh, I think the Thunder probably have okay. the best shot. Yeah. Um, you know, I I would love to see a Western Finals with KD and Russ going at it. Even though the beef has subsided, I think that would still be a lot of fun. They'd bring it back up. Nice. Um, you know, Paul George being a leading candidate for Defensive Player of the Year and MVP. Yes! He's killing it on both sides of the ball. So is Russell Westbrook. He's not shooting it great, but I think both of them are in the top three in the league in steals. That's a fact. Um, I, I definitely think the Thunder have a great shot just because they play two-way basketball. I like it. I like it. Dave. Yeah. At the All-Star game, we had a lot of interesting combos hanging out together. Two of the uh -huh. most interesting combos I saw, Fat Joe and Guy Fieri Wait, what? hanging what? out courtside, as, wow. as well as Robert <laughs> Kraft and Snoop Dogg. Who would you rather mm -hmm. hang out with, Robert Kraft and Snoop Dogg or Fat Joe and Guy Fieri? Hmm. Dude, that's a tough one. Um, you know, I think what you can do uh, is limitless with... Uh, Snoop Dogg and Robert Kraft. So, you know, we even got to see his uh, dance moves, uh, you know, a few weeks ago. So I'm, I'm interested in uh, hanging out with them for a little bit. Well, they, you, you're right. They have the funds. Yes! They have the funds. Exactly. But I got to exactly. be honest, Guy Fieri's got the food, man. He knows where the food is at. So does Robert Kraft. No, no. Not nearly as much as Guy. Not nearly <laughs> as much as the Triple D man. All right. Claude, hmm. yes. give me the percentage that one of Team LeBron's players winds up on the Lakers team with him next year. Oh. <laughs> so mm. I, I thought about doing the math before the show uh, on this and doing like how many players are in the NBA to the you know number of players that were on LeBron's team and just throwing that percentage out there. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I actually, I'm going to say 50-50, but the, the, I think that the best player that end up on the Lakers is, you know, he wasn't even on the court, but that's DeMarcus Cousins. Oh. I think they, Say what? they passed on him this past year because of injury. He's taken his time coming back. You can still see flashes that he can get back to where he was. Yeah. He's just, you know, somewhat overshadowed. It's kind of hard not to be when you have so many MVPs on your team. Um, but, you know, he is definitely going to be a front runner for the Lakers. I don't think if the Lakers end up whiffing on uh, multiple you know, guys, if they want Kyrie or whoever it is, um, you know, I, I think that it's LeBron's not going to stand for another year of what's kind of taken place and uh, talk about that camaraderie. I mean, bring in a, a superstar like DeMarcus and morale goes up. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Justin. Hmm. Yes, sir. Best rapper guest appearance at the All-Star game. Was it Quavo, J. Cole or 2 Chains? Dude, J. Cole, man. Are you kidding? He yes! killed it, dude. He was in the slam dunk, and 
Man, that jacket he wore on the performance halftime. It's his Sick town, guy. man. It's his town. All right. DeVille. All right, Claude. Hmm. Yes. Give me your favorite moment, best highlight of the All-Star Weekend. Hmm. I'm going to go with Anthony Hamilton's National Anthem. Nice. <laughs> Curveball. Yeah, I, man, I, you know, out of everything that was take, <clears throat> taking place, you know, All-Star Weekend, I'm getting ready to watch the game. I'm sitting down and, you know, he breaks out maybe the coolest national anthem um, that I've heard in my lifetime, at least. I mean, we all know Marvin Gaye. That's right. Um, but it's, you know, the coolest one. And after last year's debacle, sorry, uh, oh. you know, <laughs> man, I, whatever that was, <laughs> you Horrible. know, I, it was nice yes. to see everybody just jiving. I've never heard the anthem saying like that before. I thought it was very innovative. And, uh, man, you just felt cool when it was over. So I, I think that took the cake. I like it. I like it. Dave. Hmm. Yep. At All-Star Weekend, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wore cartoon socks of himself. Hmm. I'm ripping off Jalen and Jacoby here. And instead of asking mm-hmm. whether it's a soft move or boss move, I'm going to ask, is that lame or Hall of Fame move right there? Ooh. Dude, um... You know, one part of me says, like, that's so freaking cool, like, Hall of Fame level, like, everyone wants that. Thank you! But at the same time, like, I don't know if you actually wear them, um, but he's, he's, you know, he's one, one of the- the choice! Give me the choice! He's, he's a goat, so I'm gonna say a Hall of Fame move. There it is! I like it! I like it! Yeah, it was questioning to me, too. I was like, can you do that? And I was like, of course he can do that. He's all-time point later. He can do whatever he yeah. wants. I don't, I don't know if it's cool, but, you know- he earned it, so do whatever he wants. Although the cartoons of him didn't look that good on the socks, I'll say. Nope. But anyways, Claude. <laughs> Hello. Sleeper team in the East. <laughs> who do you have? Hmm. Uh, man, you know who I really like this year, but I just I don't like their point guards so much. Uh, the Detroit Pistons. Um, I, one of the arguably best, uh, you know, four or five tandems in the league. Blake Griffin makes an all-star team. You've got Andre Drubin, who gets snubbed, uh, they're in the eighth spot right now in the East. Yes! Mm-hmm. You know, if they if they can get into the playoffs, that's when it becomes about the superstars, and they've got two of them. So that's right. I, you know, I'm not going to say that they could do much damage uh, as far as longevity throughout the playoffs. But yeah. Maybe a first round upset or something. If you know, there's an injury on the other team, who knows? But man, Blake Griffin going back to the East has kind of rejuvenated his career. He, you thought that he was going more into the movie star direction and maybe getting out of Hollywood was a you know, a, a good thing for him. But, yeah, yeah the Pistons, man. Thon Maker's looking to do some damage as well. I like it. Uh, <laughs> Justin. Yo, yo. What was more impressive, Antetokounmpo's in-game oop from Steph Curry or Diallo's dunk over Shaq in the dunk contest? Which? Oh, man. Honestly? Hmm. I, Diallo's dunk was was like impressive, but yes! that uh that in-game oop from Curry to to Giannis was crazy. It was I'm pretty nuts. It was that was nuts. I didn't I didn't even know what was going on until like wow. I, it just happened in slow motion. Until he came Sweet. down from the stratosphere there. My goodness, Claude. Hmm. Yes, sir. Sleeper in the West. Who do you have? Hmm. 
Um, just after talking, you know, trash about them, it's the Lakers, right? Uh-huh. Uh, they, wow. they have the best chance to, I mean, we, I think it's funny when we were talking about uh, the best trades and worst trades, you know, as far as the best and worst chances, the Lakers have both of them to get into the playoffs or not get into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. If they don't get in, then, you know, it's, it is what it is. If they do get in, they have LeBron James on their team and who has shown throughout his entire career that when he gets into the playoffs, and he said it, it does not matter what seed he is because he's going to come and give it to you every single night. So mm-hmm. I think that it's by far the Lakers. If they can sneak in there in that eight spot, maybe even a seven spot, if I'm wrong, um, you know, I could see an upset happening. That's that's definitely not out of reach for them. Nice, Dave. Yeah. If J. Cole made his dunk after Dennis Smith Jr.'s dunk, would it have been mm-hmm. the best dunk in the dunk contest? Hmm. It wouldn't have been the best dunk, but definitely the most surprising. I think at this point, all the dunks kind of get repetitive until you see that one out of the whole contest where, where you're like, wow. Awesome. He wasn't stretched. He wasn't limber. I mean. Yeah, he was wearing a few layers. It He he can get up there. Impressive. Impressive. Uh, Claude, last question. Hmm. All right. Is it still is it still Golden State? Still winning the whole thing? Hmm. It's. I know you want me to say it's the Bulls. Thank you. Yeah, I know, um, right? Because it know, obviously is. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, it's not the Bulls. No. Maybe for maybe for Zion, it's the Bulls. Ooh. Say what? But uh, mm. it, it's definitely the Warriors still. Yeah. Um, man, they have incorporated Boogie like it was it was like no, it's nothing. No problem. Yeah. I mean, really, it's it's really impressive what they've done. Sometimes. You know, it's not as easy as people think when you're incorporating superstars. It doesn't always work out. You know, even even the Heatles, uh, just to give listeners uh, an example, when they got together, their record was terrible to start the season. So, uh, you know, it's it's not often that you see it work out. Sometimes it does. And in this case, I mean, he just looks like he's the third Splash Brothers. So I, yes! I like it. Um, you know, it's fun to watch. They're definitely going to win this year, uh, barring injury. Um, but I would like to see it break up, you know, at least with DeMarcus leaving. Um, you know, if, if K, KD wants to go do his own thing, maybe we get some more fun as far as a well-rounded mm. uh, group of teams next year versus everybody trying to go to a super team. So it's been fun, but, um, yeah, Golden State going to a uh, another finals. Yeah, F- four out of five is enough. That's enough. It's a lot. We got, we got, we got enough. <laughs> guys. You just don't want them to get the six to catch MJ. Uh, That's right. Uh, guys, <laughs> that is NBA talk for this week. But I promise, of course, we will have Claude on again real soon. Uh, Claude, you'll be back on, obviously, just about a month here to preview the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Got to give the updates. And, um, man, it's going to be a fun finish to end this regular season. It is. I would like to see the, the Eastern Conference teams in the, the tail end. You know, that 7-8 spot, I'd like to see them with a few more wins versus yeah. losses. But, yeah. um, man, it, it's been fun so far this year. So, going to have some great playoff games coming up. It's going to be awesome. Claude, thank you, as always. We love you oh so much for coming on the show. Yes! Oh, man, I got the biggest smile right now. Yes. I love you guys, too. <laughs> and NBA savant. Thank you for having me, as always. It's been terrific, yes. and I uh, can't wait to do it again. Amen. Amen. Uh, listeners, stick right uh, around this break. We're coming back. Keep it locked here on the Doc G Show.
Hey, this Rock Montana. Mucho yo. And it's Rockin' Yellow on the Dot G Show. And the trap I do wide open, you know? And we are back here on the Doc G Show. Man, my goodness. Hats off to Claude. Hats off again to Mike Friend. What a full, full show, guys. Full show. Bring it to him today. Yes. It has been a fantastic show, but we got to wrap it up. Just to let the listeners know, we got great shows coming around the bend. We've got Carbon Leaf. We got Big Thunder Rumblefish. We've got Tyson Mead, and I should mention. Tyson Mead, very interesting fella. He was the lead singer of the Chainsaw Kittens. Uh, yes, yes, oh, that is their name. Scary. The important thing to know there is uh, Kurt Cobain actually mentioned Tyson several times as saying he was a very big influence in his music. Wow. So, so yes, yes. Uh, also, big influence as far as the Smashing Pumpkins. So this guy had major music uh, uh, influence throughout the 90s and he's going to be on the show I can't wait he's coming out with some Dang. new music that we'll get to hear very exciting very exciting uh, As uh, I don't quit I don't quit on those guests guys I don't quit trying to never get you don't sleep I'm always working uh, guys until next time I have been your host Doc G with me as always Mr. Justin Virgin Bat Evangelista this is the end of the show and yeah. Mr. <laughs> Dave Burles Berlin I'm gonna go reminisce and watch some uh, smart guy episodes so mm. yes yeah. dude thanks for reminding me actually I'm gonna go re- I'm gonna re- research this for the old folks you know, you'll love it look yeah, into this you'll it, binge watch it until next time zip it up and zip it out Zippity doo dah.